The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. Oh, and six. The Oakland Raiders' worst start since 1962. Boy, do we have to hit on that. And appropriately, this is show 420. On today's show, we will have the state of the Oakland Raiders, where, why, and how, and then we're having the phone line, because really, quite honestly, I can't think of anything else to say. Um, (laughs) You'll know why when I start off this show. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I can't help it, folks. The sound is terrible. I'm remodeling my bathroom, which is, incidentally, right on the other side of my studio. So you're stuck with this for a couple of shows. I'm sorry. Due to technical difficulties, that's right. Before I get into the show, I just want to thank the fans, the Red Nation podcast elite, you that listen to me and Randy, you that listen to us on the way to work at night, keeping your wives and kids awake, <laughs> the contributors financially, the phone calls, brilliant, amazing, comedy that is amazingly funny, as you well know, we just have to thank you, I, I just have a... a a real passion for the fan. The fans of the Raiders are unlike any other fan base. I know I've said it a million times. Others don't get it, but you do get it. I am sure. And for all of you that have helped us with this show, a huge and tremendous thank you. So what do I talk about on this show? Well, am I going to do a post-game? No. Am I going to do a pre-game? Absolutely not. Why? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because, A, I'm pissed off. I'm so frustrated with this organization. It is beyond words. You know in 10 years I've been doing this show, 420 episodes, 10 seasons. We have not had one winning season in all 10. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I've enjoyed... The, the Raiders, I am a Raider fan. I am an ultimate Raider fan. However, the beatings have continued for 10 seasons. 420 shows that take many, many hours for each episode. It is a grueling task. And quite honestly, it is frustrating for this Raider fan to, to put in this much time. To have Randy put in this much time to an organization that can't win more than eight games, it is a farce and it is a tragedy to say the frickin' least. All of you that hear frustration in my voice, goddamn right I'm frustrated. Yes, and that's why the shows have taken a little while to get going this season. I am flipped out, I am pissed off, and I'm beyond bummed out with this team's performance. So... On that note, just understand 
That's why the show's been a little sketchy. It's not Randy. It's me. It's my problem, and I've got to find a way to get over it. But for now, my bathroom remodel is far more rewarding, it's far more entertaining, and it's far more important than the Oakland Raiders. As silly as that sounds, that's what I've been doing, and that's why the show has taken a little longer to get out the normal uh, this season, honestly. Some may call it selfish. Some may say I'm not a true Raider fan. I don't see how that could be the case, but to each their own. I love the Raiders. I'm still going to be a season ticket holder, but this season has been particularly difficult for me because the buffoonery has gone on for so flippin' long. So let's get into that, shall we? We might as well. I got nothing else to say. So following a run to the Super Bowl in 2002 to 2003 seasons, the Oakland Raiders were full of promise and bravado. Even though our players were older, we knew we could get along and pick up a player here and there and continue to at least be a decent team, which was far from the truth. The team spiraled into the basement and hasn't seen a day of light for 10 seasons. Close, we had two eight and eight seasons, uh, and that was under Mr. Bubbles. Obviously, I'm very disappointed. Um, uh, disappointment is probably an understatement, the way I feel, to be up 17-7 at halftime and uh, uh, not get them stopped on defense and not score enough points on offense and turn the ball over and all the penalties. Uh, it's disappointing. And, of course, our offensive line coach, Tom Cable from the Slapaho tribe. After watching the film, very uh, much, you know what I said after the game, it's a, uh, a lot of good things by our football team. A um, couple areas I think that are uh, need some attention, immediate attention, special teams play. But I thought both return teams and both coverage teams have got to be better. And, uh, you know, then our ability to close the game out at the end, um, you know, not being able to finish there and uh, just kind of gives you a bad taste in your mouth. Other than that, it has been a willful, painful, and new lows being performed, it seems like, game by game. New low records, new loss records, new beatings, new negatives, new laughter, and a whole bounty of new Raider jokes. You know, I was sure when Al Davis had passed away that his son would take the team and do something spectacular, and it looked for a moment that we were going to head in the right direction. All the words were pointing that direction. All the pontificating pontificators were sure that the Raiders were now going to find a new lease on life, find a way to win. It was all Al Davis. It was all his fault and his desperate move to try to make another championship before his passing. But it was not the case. It was not the truth. And it was actually a sham. I believe the hiring of Reggie McKenzie was a planned and calculated move to keep the Raiders in a cheap state. In other words, yes, he did clean up a lot of cap room. He did clean up a lot of overpaid people, a lot of contracts, and then sat on the money. 
The Raiders are sitting on their hands and not sitting on their ass, that's for sure, because the young talent that we brought in was kicked out the door with no even offer of a deal. This, to me, was a humongous red flag, and here we sit with articles like, did Reggie McKenzie improve the Raiders? Well, fuck no, he didn't improve the Raiders. That big fat piece of shit should be out the door with his bags flying after him. Now, did the coach improve the Raiders? No. They hired a coach they knew would fail. They knew Allen would fail. Reggie McKenzie had no choice but to give him a failure because he didn't give him anything to succeed. He had nothing to win with. He gave him has-beens, players with you know possible upsides, with their careers far behind them. So here we are at 0-6. And to say that I'm depressed is an under-frickin-statement. However, see Reggie McKenzie's legacy being he was the one to build the Raiders into a dynasty, it ain't happening. We don't have the draft picks that, that we need in order to make this a possibility. Now, Derek Carr... Best quarterback in the draft. Uh, Khalil Mack, he's making a case for the best defensive pick of the draft last year. So we do have some shining stars. There are some bright things going on for the Oakland Raiders. But amongst the buffoonery, I cannot hold my hat. I can't hang it on Khalil Mack. I can't hang it on Carr. I have to hang it on some wide receivers that catch the ball. I have to hang it on some running backs that aren't so old that their legs creak as you can hear them on the third deck. This team needs new ownership. In my mind, the only way this team's going to get any better is if Mark Davis sells them to somebody with some money and some vision because he has neither one. So on that note, I will say this, Raider Nation, I am pissed, I am bummed, And maybe it's just because my bathroom is a mess and my house is torn up and all that. But I'll tell you, for the first time since I've been going to Raider games, I really just don't have that spark. And that is alarming to me. Uh, It does say a lot to me about what is happening as far as my dedication to the show. So I'm hoping that I can find a spark of some kind to continue this onslaught of uh, podcasts to keep you entertained, to keep you up. Because for me, I need to be up in order to do this show. And this is a hard one to do because I am far from up. So on that note, Raider fans, you know, here's another game we're coming up to. The Browns are coming up. Yeah, we could. this could be our get well game. That's some horse shit. I don't believe it for a second. We had plenty of opportunities to win. And who in the NFL is going to let the lowly, losing Raiders beat them? There's not a team in the league that wants that on their record. There's not a team that wants the 0-6 Raiders to come in and beat their ass so they can say that they were beat by the worst team in the NFL. So... 
A lot of people looked at the season schedule and said, boy, at Cleveland, you know, not a lot of opportunities to win on the road. Maybe this would be one. Look, this might be the only opportunity to win on the road they're going to see all year. And it's not as easy as anyone thought because Cleveland runs hot or cold. I mean, they, if, if, they, if they run into hot Cleveland, they're in a lot of trouble. If they run into cold Cleveland, well, maybe something can happen. But it's tough to doubt or assume an 0-6 team is going to find its first taste of success anywhere other than their home field. Yeah, and, you know, just the Raiders' luck. They're really catching the Browns at the absolute worst time because the Browns just went on the road and laid an egg and lost to winless Jacksonville. So, you know, you'd think maybe, just maybe, they go down there and they, they beat the Jaguars as they're supposed to do. They come home, they're feeling confident. Maybe they take the Raiders for granted. Well, forget that now. You know, now they've just embarrassed themselves against the Jaguars and they realize, well, we better write this thing or people are going to say we're the same old Browns even after that big win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. So just the Raiders can't buy a break, man. You're just catching, as you said, arguably the easiest team for them to beat on the road all year at the worst possible time. Hold on to your ass, Raider Nation, because this is going to be one hell of a trip this year. We are looking at the number one pick, actually, in the draft next year. And I sure as hell pray that it's not that fat-ass Reggie McKenzie making the pick. Because as far as I'm concerned, he needs to get his ass out of Oakland because it's worthless. And the rumors are, now these are the rumors, that the Raiders are going after John Gruden in a huge way. Adam Schefter. Shefty is a diehard, frustrated Raider fan. Yesterday we had Timmy Brown on, Mm -hmm. and he feels like nothing will change from the Raiders until we get a superstar coach. What are the chances that potentially that we get a Harbaugh, we get Chucky Gruden to come back, to get that superstar coach to change the culture of what's been happening for well over a decade here in Oakland? You know, my sense is, my belief is that they're going to make a big run at John Gruden. You know, they're going to make it hard for him to say no. They're going to do everything they can to get him. And, you know, I think he's, you know, my belief would be he's target one, two, and three. And, you know, I don't think John's going to do anything during football season. I think he's going to finish up the season. And I don't know that Oakland and Mark Davis will be able to get him. I don't know that they will. They've never been able to do it. Sixty-five so, million for five years. Uh, I, let me say this again. You know, th- this is just speculation and 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 hearsay and rumor and whatnot. But you know, the word on the street is that he's turned down more than that before. Yeah, I heard he. I heard he got offered forty-five million. You know, for five years now, that they're willing to maybe go up to sixty-five, seventy million to get him because you don't have to give I've any heard, compensation. I've heard, I've heard more than that. More than that. More. How many? Okay. How many jobs? I'm not, tell, I'm not telling it's right. I don't. I don't. Again, it's scuttlebutt. So you know, I want to preface that by saying I'm not saying this is a factual, factual piece of information. I'm just you know the the, the, the speculation is that they're going to come at him with a huge number <laughs> and try to make it as impossible and as difficult as they can for him to say no. Well, he liked now, Derek Carr and that quarterback show that he did. 
you know, of those quarterbacks. So yeah. maybe, you know, last year when they came but at Brad, him, all they he had does no is, quarterback. All he does is turn down jobs. Just give me a guesstimate. How many jobs do you think, since he left Tampa Bay, got into broadcasting, how many jobs, pro and college, do you think he's turned down? Well, is he actually ever offered? I mean, how many calls has he gotten to say, would you be interested? Right? And yeah. I would bet I would bet he's gotten you know, five or six calls per year. Say you know you interested? Maybe more. Maybe some years it's ten. You know, but uh, I think five is a fair number. Like you know, a college program, a good college program, calling say, hey, any interest in coaching school X? No, not really. Okay, so, so like kind of calls on gauging. There's no job offer. They're just kind right. of gauging him. Correct. Correct. I'd be surprised if there weren't a half dozen. I get more of those a year. Schools and and uh, teams gauging his interest. You know, I think the Raiders are probably called every year, so they're an automatic one. I would tell you this, that he's not going to save the team right away, but he could bring some, some much-needed credit and some much-needed uh, inspiration for players to come and play here because nobody wants to come here, folks. Coaches don't want to come here. They come here to die. Players don't want to come here. They come here in the last resort. Listen, man, we are a freaking mess, and we'll need someone like Chucky to give our team some type of street credit, or else we're going to be in the same shithole for another 10 seasons. Four-time Super Bowl champion Bill Romanowski. What's up, Romo? Good morning, guys. How are you? We are doing phenomenal. And the big question, is this the weekend the Raiders finally win, Romo? Um, I tell you what, I see two games on the schedule right now that I think they can win. I think this week is one of them. And I think maybe down the road, Buffalo is another. Well, this one, we don't get this one. The next four is brutal. But what about our third down situation? How are you going to fix that where teams are making almost 53% of the first downs and when we get third downs, we're not converting them? You know, it's all about execution. And to me, the way, the, the way you handle that is you work on it in practice. And you got to keep working on it. And then guys just got to go out there on the field. They got to execute, and they have to make plays. And to get a team, you know, off the field on third down, you know, you got to get to the quarterback, or you got to make sure your run fits are perfect. And to me, those are things you just have to concentrate on and work on day in and day out, Wednesday through Friday in practice. Bill Romanowski joins us here on the morning show with Chris Townsend, and he's brought to you by the Ford store of San Leandro and Geico. So, Bill, what are you seeing with Khalil Mack? He's able to stop the run, but we haven't seen him get to the quarterback yet. Why? Um, you know, that's, that's a good question, but he is making strides, and I think he, you know, we have seen him put pressure but we haven't seen them really close the deal and actually, you know, turn the corner and, you know, get the sacks that we were hoping for. I think all of us, you know, when you pick a guy in the fifth pick, 
or with the fifth pick in the first round, you're thinking this is a guy that's going to get us, you know, 10, 12 sacks this year. And because that's what he did at Buffalo. Well, guess what? He did that at Buffalo with power. And now you're in the NFL and you're dealing with 320 to 350-pound linemen. I don't think it's as easy to power them like the linemen you had in college when you were powering 280-pound guys. So it's a different game. He's playing really well versus the run. He's holding the edge. Now it's time for him to get the sacks that we all want him to get. Romo, as a diehard Raider fan, the thing that frustrates me the most, I know we're bad, but our offense, we have zero imaginativity. All we're doing is plowing up the middle. We run, run, pass. We're not, we don't run a no huddle offense. We seem like we're in the stone ages. And then when we get ahead, if we ever get ahead, God forbid we get ahead, we immediately, you know, go into like play not to lose, you know, and you see teams like Indy and Denver teams that get ahead, keep piling on. When are we going to start getting into the 21st century in our offensive situations? Well, I will say that I, I, I think Tony Sperano has, you know, in the last couple weeks of taking over as head coach, he's really, to me, been right on with the moves he's made with the team. I feel like he's defined the offense, and he's trying to put him in a position to win each guy. I think running the spread offense is the right offense for the talent that we have. But you got to realize this. Um, we don't have a bona fide superstar on offense. We don't have a tight end, you know, that can consistently catch balls, you know, in the middle of the field. We don't have a, re- a number one receiver that you could say can beat somebody deep or consistently get open play after play. And, you know, we saw a game last night with two of the better quarterbacks in the league, you know, with Phillip Rivers and Peyton Manning, but they got weapons to throw to. And they make plays. You know, Phillip Rivers, Antonio Gates, you know, is a guy that consistently you can throw the football to and you can have two guys crawling on his back and he's going to make those plays. Demarius Thomas, you know, with the Broncos, you know, he's always going to get open. We don't have that type of receiver or tight end on our team, and it makes it hard for Derek Carr. Who do you put that on, Reggie McKenzie? You know what? I think it starts there. You know, the guy who brought in the talent, you have to look to that. And then you gotta, then you gotta say, okay, the guys that we do have, it's up to you to make plays. How good do you want to be? And Denarius Moore, we've seen that, that guy have flashes over the past couple of years of brilliance that he can, you know, get open, take over a football game. But it's almost like he's gone to sleep. Well, we saw two players last night, and Hillman and Allen, 
both from the state of California, both third round picks, you know, who fell away from the Raiders, you know, and under Reggie in two in two drafts, he has not drafted a skill player. Now moving forward, we talked to Tim Brown yesterday, and he felt like that nothing will change with the Raiders until we get a superstar coach, whether or not that's Harbaugh, and he definitely was sold on bringing back Gruden. Where is your philosophy on getting a coach or something like that will change the culture for the Raiders? Um, you know what? I, great players make great coaches. You know, it's almost like John Fox all of a sudden is one of the best coaches in the National Football League. Well, he's got a guy, Peyton Manning, that pretty much is the head coach out on the field. He's the head coach, the offensive coordinator, and he makes it all happen. Um, so, to me, I, I don't know if I quite agree with that. Um, you know, I don't think John Gruden is, you know, any, any G. I think he's a really good football coach, but he's had good football players and when you have good football players, they make you look good. So, to me, you have to get talented guys first. We need, you know, and I, and I say this over and over again, I believe every team, all the competitive teams, have somewhere between two and five superstars on their team that can take over a football game. And we don't have one superstar that can take over a game and on that note i am going to leave it on to the bone line so let's get on that 1-800-620-7181 that's what i can say get on the bone line because if i was called into a show you wouldn't want to hear what i got to say (laughs) so let's hear you guys because you guys are far better than i especially in this show Okay, Raider fans, here we go. The bone line. 1-800-620-7181. Roll the nation a bone. Throw me a bone. Get on there and throw your bones. If you don't like your first recording, do it two, three, five times. I don't care. We'll pick out the best one. Don't be shy. How could you be shy? You're a Raider fan. No, we're all loud and proud. Get on the bone line because we got some guys shouting it out right here. We got some great takes. And here they are. From the nation to your station. Our first caller is Raider Kegs out of Iowa. What's going on, brother? Cheer me up. Ready, Greg? What up? Hey, this is Redder Kegs. Second time calling in, man, out here in Iowa. Midwest, man, holding on that Raider Nation. No big deal. Man, I just listened to your last podcast. Thought we had them San Diego Chargers, man. But you know what? I'm pretty stoked. Things are starting to line up. Man, the biggest thing is we got a franchise quarterback. Carr is the real deal. I don't want to say, hey, man, I have a slump, the sophomore slump. No, man, this dude is legit. Best quarterback out of the draft this year. I don't want to hear about no Johnny Manziel. 
I don't want to hear about no Teddy Bridgewater. We got the best quarterback this year. So many teams, man, look, year after year, try to find that QB that can take him to the promised land. And also, man, you got to have a look. I could totally see Derek Carr hoisting up the Lombardi Trophy someday, man, in his career. Dude's got the look, and he's got the attitude. He's positive. He's the leader. Enough about him, man. Two, Dennis Allen's gone. Thank God, man. That was just brutal. I couldn't even stand listening to the guy. Now, we got Tony Soprano. At first, I was kind of like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, let's get uh, who, who's going to come in next year. You know, we got Gruden rumors going on out there. You know, dude over in uh, San Francisco, probably going to be looking for a new job. Harbaugh. But, man, Soprano might, I don't know, man. If he keeps up this winning attitude, I like him, you know. I like him. We'll see. We'll see what fans out the rest of the year. Pretty excited, man. Got to get some receiver help. Defense needs to come around, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? We've got a quarterback. We can build off that. And I see I see buttons in the future, man. So stay up, Raider Nation. It's the way to keg down Iowa. Deuces. That is true. We do have a franchise quarterback. I am so happy at that huge improvement. Khalil Mack is coming out to be a pretty damn good defensive man. This could be the beginning. I'm hoping it is. But after 10 seasons, thank you for cheering me up, man, because I sure as hell need it. And so does everybody else. Thanks for the call, my brother. Our next caller is my very good brother, the Pennsylvania Raider. Die hard, man. Great fan. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's up, Nation? This is Pennsylvania Raider. I hope you can hear me. I'm uh, walking home from the bar just to uh, watch the game. And, uh, man, what a shitty week to be a Raider fan, man. First, we had the passing of uh, Oaktown Pirate. Uh, I'd like to say a prayer if you would uh, indulge me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. May all the souls of the faithfully departed like Oaktown Pirate, to the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. And then we had to sit through that bullshit of a game. Uh, we didn't lose to the Cardinals. We lost to the rest. I mean, I... Uh, you know, I could go off on how many bullshit penalties and calls there were, but I'll be on this phone for another hour. Uh, yeah, I just a hard game to watch. And, you know, Carr, I don't know, Carr, he, he, you know, one drive he looks like Joe Montana and the other he looks like Jamarcus Russell. I, I don't, I can't put my finger on him. But, uh, yeah, rough game. The only winless team in the league, 0 and 6. And, uh, like I said, the officiating, man, you could see it. Uh, it's like evident that the NFL league wants us to go 0 and 16. I mean, it's, it's obvious. All you gotta do is rewatch that game and just see all the bullshit pass interference calls that weren't pass interference and bullshit late calls that weren't late calls. I mean, I, I can go on forever, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't even know who we have next week. I didn't even check the schedule, but let's try to uh, to get a win, man. You know, one nation, one love. 
I'm Pennsylvania Raider, and I'm out. Well, thank you for reminding me. Um, Oakdown Pirate, a very, very good guy. Just a real down-to-earth, salt-of-the-earth guy. Uh, passed away suddenly, uh, had a heart attack, and that was it. So just goes to show you, enjoy your life, love your life. The guy was truly loved in the nation. There's all kinds of pictures with him. I'm sure he didn't even believe. He, would, he wouldn't even have believed how much of influence he had. Uh, you know, it's funny how that happens. But, yeah, he was a great guy. Uh, thank you for that prayer, man. Uh, he deserved that for sure. As far as the Cardinals game goes, yes, referees did screw us huge. I mean, on top of everything else, uh, we don't need any help for that. But they did throw some totally bullshit flags. And as long as I'm talking about it, uh, the, the game versus the Chargers and the Broncos on Thursday night, the Chargers got fucked. They got fucked in the ass by the referees uh, big time because they were, everybody wants to see Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. Everyone is, wants to see Peyton Manning lift up the trophy. The NFL sees Peyton Manning as the next coming of a huge marketing ploy. That's some bullshit. And you know what? The refs are making this game so hard to watch. I mean, I am so pissed off about the refs running this fucking league. That's another story for another day. So thank you for the call, brother. And hot on the heels of the Pennsylvania Raider is my other good buddy, Raider Chris from Scram PA. What is happening, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nations, Raider Chris, calling from Scranton, PA. Just got done watching the uh, Raiders and Cardinals, and by the tone of my voice, you could tell that uh, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Uh, going 0-6, being the worst team in the NFL, um, it, it's embarrassing to be a, a Raider fan. It really is. Uh the signings that we did this offseason did absolutely nothing for this team. Not one guy has stood up and did anything for this team that we signed this offseason. Uh, Derek Carr, he, he looks he looks pretty good. I, I, I see a bright future for him. I think he uh, stands too long in the pocket, though. He's got to do some moving around. Um, McFadden, he's I haven't been impressed with him since we drafted him. Uh, he did all right, I guess. Outside of Mac, Burris, and Woodson, I can't give anybody any credit. Um, just uh, and the refs. When we get me started on the refs, them refs killed us in this game, left and right, with the uh, roughing the passer to Burris's pass interfering call. Like, oh my god! But uh, we're officially the worst team in the NFL. Jacksonville's got to win. The Jets got to win. Tampa Bay's got to win. Just uh, get ready for the draft, guys. I hate to say it, but it ain't looking too good for our boys this year. And uh, that's that. So, Raider Nation, I'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball. And I am feeling every single thing you just said, obviously. C.O. Moore's playing a great game, too. I Don't don't throw him on, uh, the baby out with the bathwater there because C.O. is kicking some ass. So... Uh, let's give him some props as well. Uh, there's a few other guys in there that deserve some credit, uh, except for all those people dropping footballs. That is a fact. Thanks for the call, man. We're going to get better. 
We can only get better. Worst team in football right now, though. It's a hell of a tough thing to have. And next, my very good brother, Ritter Loon from El Centro, California. I'm loving that place, man. It's nice and warm up in there. Okay, bro, what's up? What up, Ritter Greg, Ritter Randy, Raider Nation. Uh, this is Raider Loon from El Centro, California. Um, so we're 0-6. Uh, I kind of knew this was going to happen. Um, the moment the game changed for from being a competitive to winnable game was when Charles Woodson picked off the ball, set us up nicely in the red zone, and we settled for a fucking field goal. We're never going to win a game when your defense actually produces good field position for you. You can't get better. You can't get any better than being lined up in the red zone from a turnover from your defense. And you call some vanilla ass safe fucking play calling. Now, I don't know about you, Raider Greg, but we're beyond playing it safe. We need to cut loose. We need to fucking model Derek Carr after fucking Andrew Luck and just let him fucking run the offense all up Ben Roethlisberger, you know? Just fucking let him, let him fucking make his initial read. Um, have your initial place, and if it's not there, fucking audible out of it, man. You know what I mean? Uh, it's really obvious Derek Carr is our best offensive player. Um, he gets it to these receivers that can't fucking hold on to the ball. They make some catches, and they drop most. Andre Holmes, you make amazing plays, but you drop so many fucking balls. It's ridiculous. Um, I just... It's beyond fucking... It's just beyond me how bad this this team is, really. I mean, like, uh, uh, am I just uh, are my expectations too high? Asking for a win, like, should I just say, hey, the Raiders are going to lose? Let's just hope they have some progress in being a better team for next year. If that's all this has been whittled down to, well, fuck, man. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, Raider Greg, uh, I think we need to uh, trade anybody that isn't staple to the core of this team. Get rid of fucking veterans for late-round picks, because this team isn't fucking making the playoffs. They're not going to be anything than what they are now. So, I mean, hell, fucking, you know, trade tra trade anybody. Seventh-round picks, conditional fucking picks, anything that, you know, that isn't T.J. Carey, Derek Carr, Khalil Mack, and all, all the other youngsters I'm not mentioning. Just get some picks gear up for next season because how we still have more than half the season left, but it's, I mean, what are we going to accomplish? we got the Browns next week. Uh, the Jacksonville beat their ass, so maybe the fucking Raiders beat them. I don't know. Raider loon out. Yeah, that's right. You know, the whole nation's feeling the same way. I'm not the only one. I mean, I have said this many, many times that I will let you know how I feel and I'll listen to how you feel. And that's exactly the same way uh, I feel as well. We're not going anywhere. We're not getting any trades for anybody. Reggie McKenzie is a bonehead. He is an idiot. And he doesn't deserve that job. And I wouldn't want him getting rid of anybody. I don't want him doing anything. I want him to pack his fat ass up and get it out of Oakland. Uh, he could take that shit. As far as play calling, dude, Greg Olson hasn't won anywhere he has played. 
He hasn't won anywhere where he has coached. So your expectations of him letting go of Carr is ridiculous. His whole scheme sucks. So, you know, we are spiraling to the worst team. We already are. But don't look for a win. Uh, don't look for this bullshit, we're getting better every game horse crap. Because I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. I think we suck ass, and that's where we're going to be until we shit-can the entire office staff, and I ain't kidding. So on that note, thanks for the call. I do feel you, my brother. All right, we got Autumn Wynn Williams in the house, man. Very cool cat. I love this guy. What's up, my man? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Otto Wynn Williams, giving you a holler. About to head home from Oakland Coliseum. And I wish I was heading home celebrating the win. But you know how it is, though. We, we're getting used to this now. 0-6 seems to be our trend this year. I'm hoping shit uh, turn around. I was really hoping for a win for... Um, you know, the pass in the Oak Town Pirate. I was out there with everybody um, releasing a balloon and uh, saying the Autumn Wind poem for uh, the Oak Town Pirate. It's very emotional time. Uh, nearly cheer, cheer dropping. You know, some some of us out there was shitting tears too. Uh, but, you know, it, it was really important for us to get this win. Because um, last year, la- last week, we showed that we can do this. But I don't know what what are we holding back from. <laughs> I can't find the problem, the main problem. We really need to find the main problem and fix it because it's starting to be a sickness right now. We got rid of Dennis Allen. It seemed like it's still more of a problem somewhere in the locker room. I don't know if it's the coaching staff. I don't know if it's the players. But one motherfucking player I know needs to get taken out, needs to get cut right now. I mean, pronto, tomorrow, Terrell Brown. I'm sick of that motherfucker. What is he doing on the team? He don't belong on the team. Every fucking game I see he messed up, man. I can rely on Khalif Bars more than I can rely on Terrell Brown. That's how I feel right now. But the referees, they a fucking joke. I don't know why every single damn game they want to they want to throw penalties on us for no reason or they don't see no fucking penalties that should should uh, benefit us. They need to get the shit right. I'm sick and tired of fucking zebras. We need to lock them in the cage in the motherfucking Nolan Zoo. I'm out. I do like the spirit, man. I like your kick too, man. Yeah, those referees they suck. They always have. And when we were in our heyday actually winning games, we had more penalties than any other team. But we could take care of that with the talent we had in the field. We ain't got crap. And, yeah, it would have been nice to win the game for Oaktown Pirate. Bet your ass. This team is fucking joke. It is a joke. And, unfortunately, as a Raider fan, we have to wear it. Now, remind other people, though, this is what I say. Hey, man, I'm not playing the game. I want them to win. But it's not my ass out there making the loss. That's a fact. Thanks for the call, brother. 
and a long-time caller, but I haven't heard from him in a long time. My good man, Rada Mike out of Tampa, Florida. I love this guy. Listen to his take. He's very wise. What's happening, man? Raider Greg, Raider Mike, Tampa, Florida. Uh, just give me a call just to give you, break down my analysis of this uh, Raiders uh, Arizona Cardinal game. And basically, um, looks like, uh, I guess, as far as the defenses, you know, uh, in this situation, our Achilles here, we cannot stop the run. Uh, we're getting gassed up the middle. Of course, we've been going on for the last 10 years, but um, it just seems like with Tarver, you know, he should try some different schemes or something, you know, um, or different players. Because um, I'm thinking when I looked at this game, if they're gashing up the, up the middle and we're weak at little, middle linebacker, why don't we put the two giant tackles in there at the same time? I don't see Stacey McGee in there along with Sims or – Justin Ellis with Sims or Rice or Stacey McGee. Put them in the middle, move Antonio Smith to the outside, and bench Lamar Woodley because he freaking sucks. He needs to retire. I mean, he is garbage. He's only had like four tackles the whole year, and he has no pass rush at all. I mean, they're putting tight ends on him. He can't even get past them or, you know, and I'm like, man, this dude is just garbage now, man. So, I mean, Reggie kind of reached on that one. And, of course, he won't be back next year. And I think, like, of course, the veterans that we picked up, I mean, I don't think Tuck's going to be back next year. I mean, he's probably the best of all of them. But I think, you know, all of them are – that's the reason why, you know, you see why the Giants gave up on him and um, Texan gave up on Tony Smith and Lamar Woodley. I mean, these guys got to go. I mean, we got to get young. Um, but I did see number 95. I can't pronounce the name. That's the guy that we got from Seattle. Benson is his first name. I can't pronounce his last name. We got him, and he showed bursts of speed as far as, you know, getting in there and you know, as far as putting some pressure. And it seems like Tarver, you know, I mean, if these guys, older guys are not getting in there, you know, put you know put the new guys in there. Put, you know, um, put that guy Benson in there, Bench Woodley. I know Tuck didn't play, but, you know, I don't even think he would have made that much of a difference anyway if he had played. Um, I haven't been too impressed with him. He shows some flashes. He's probably the best out of the you know, um, as far as D-line, the guys that we acquired in the off-season. We definitely, um, I mean, I don't know why Olsen, I mean, Olsen, excuse me, Tarver doesn't put the big giant tackles in the middle to at least clog up the run a little bit, and, and that kind of protects Burris a little bit from getting gashed all the time. So, but, you know, I didn't even see him do that. So every time I looked, at least on the side, I saw all, all you know, it was playing like a 3-4. It seemed like, you know, and we had no, like, giant man in the middle to kind of stop the run. So, I mean, I think, what you know, the reason why we drafted Ellis and McGee the year before and kept Sims helped stop the run, and they're not even out there on the field, hardly. So, you know, this is one of the things I saw that, you know, they need to correct on defense. But, again, I know we're banged up, you know, Nick Roach out for the year. We're going to have to draft a new linebacker. I think his career is over with. If you, you know, he had one concussion, and he can't come back from that. Um, of course, our safety, I don't think Woodson's coming back. And then, of course, you know, those three D linemen that we got in the offseason, they're not coming back. So uh, we got to probably draft all defense next year, like D line and, you know, or, you know, get some young, decent free agent. You know, maybe we could get sued next year. We have the money. Um, 
So, anyway, I just kind of think. And the offense kind of was, you know, they showed some flashes, but they're still not throwing it downfield. They just, you know, they were loading eight men in the box. And Olsen, except for that one pass, so three times, two times that James Jones threw deep. They threw deep, and then they threw to Bryce Butler on that nice catch. But I'm like, why would you have Jones run these deep routes? I mean, he's a possession receiver. He has no speed to break away. If you're going to run those long routes, you put more in there, Bryce Butler, or even Holmes, you know, or even, you know, Tompkins. Those are the guys that have speed and get separation. So uh, I saw some of the, you know, going back to the not creative play caller, like Holson, like he can't make an adjustment. So uh, anyway, we know that they're gone next year. Um, I'd like to see Sperano. I think he's a decent coach to hang around, but, with this staff, I mean, unless he tries, unless he wins like maybe six games, you know, he's gone too. They're probably just going to just clean house and get rid of everybody. But I would like to see Sperano, if he could pull off six wins and then make him the head coach and then let him pick his own assistant, I think there'd be a world of a difference. So, anyway, um, I'm sure the phone, phone line will be blowing up after this, but it's just, you know, if we keep, if we don't stop the run, or at least try to do something to stop the run, we're just going to get blown or not blown. We're going to lose every game. I think we'll staying in most games, but our defense is going to get tired because you know can't be on the field that long. Raider Nation for life. Again, you have a great eye for evaluating this team and the needs. You always have. I'll tell you right now, Sperano's not going to be here. Uh, Tarver's going to be gone. Olsen, they all know they're gone. They're gone. Their jobs are over. This is the last year. They don't give a shit. They'll find a job. The coaching carousel in the NFL is amazing. We shit-can an asshole here in Oakland, and he ends up as some other position coach somewhere else. It is a close-knit coaching carousel, and these idiots are going to find another job somewhere else uh, at another place where they can try to practice their magic. If you're expecting any improvement in this team, don't. The draft picks from last year were pretty good, some of them. Uh, the acquisitions in free agency were a joke. Woodley was a joke. Tuck is just trying to save his, his own pride. You can see he's playing for pride. You know, the, the ninja assassin, give me a freaking break. Along with the rest of them, we have a bunch of has-beens, no-beens. We don't have a running back that'll do shit. We don't have an offensive line that can push anybody off the ball. We suck ass. There's no future for this team because we have no, no there's no stability left. So everybody's covering their own ass. You can forget it, man. There's no six wins in this season. That I will lay my my sack on both of them. <laughs> That's for sure. We ain't winning those six games, bro. We'll be lucky to win one. That's what I said. One game. Thanks for your appraisal, man. It's always good. Calls are great. And thanks for calling in, man. Now, I'm only guessing, though, I think this next caller is Obi-Wan, Raider. Because it does sound like him in a great way. I think it is him. But uh, he's going to let you know pretty much how I feel. And, uh, yeah, he's right with the baseball bat. <laughs> Listen to him. 
What's up, Raider Greg? I'm calling into the Raider Nation Suicide Hotline. I just, I've got no fucking energy to even watch this shit anymore. This is beyond pathetic. This is fucking worse than the art shell fucking debacle. What, what the hell is going on? Are the fans bust their ass, sell out for this shit? The fucking receivers are dropping balls like crazy. I'm sorry, I'm a big car fan, and you know that. But you know what fucking really flustered the whole damn game, man? This shit's just fucking brutal. It's not even worth it to fucking watch anymore. And I know the emotions are still already great because the game just fucking finished or whichever, but, I mean, come on now. This is bullshit. How do I think we can take fucking half the fans out of the black hole, line them up, and they do a better job of fucking tackling the goddamn opponents? Fuck. This, this, oh. You know what, Raider fans? I hate to admit it. I hate to say it. But it looks like we're fucking, we, we may end up having the dubious distinction of joining the fucking 0-16 Lions. Because if they're playing like this shit, it's not going to get any fucking easier the rest of the way. It's, it's just fucking retardedly frustrating. And yes, there were some bad fucking calls, some phantom calls by the refs. But come on, make a fucking play. You know, fucking blood pressure is like 180 over fucking 170 right now, ain't it, Greg? It's fucking bullshit. Fucking Jaguars won a goddamn game. A damn expansion team. They fucking won. And we're sitting here with a big-ass fucking goose egg still in the win column. Fucking Sparano needs to fucking bend them all over, line them up, take a hard-boiled fucking egg, dipped in goddamn flex seal and shit, and a spiky fucking bat, and shove up all his fucking asses. I'm out. Yes, that's exactly how I feel. We're going to be 0-16 if we don't luck out and win a game. And yes, the referees are hosing us too. They're not helping us out at all. But we need to make a play. We need to be coached. We need to do something. But I just don't see any pop in this team. I see everybody sitting on the bench waiting for next season, including all the coaching staff and that fat-ass Reggie McKenzie. I cannot wait till he is out of the office. Well, don't worry, man. We're all feeling the same way. Uh, that's why I didn't do a show early, along with doing a remodel in my bathroom, of course. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't going to do a show early anyway, because I'm exactly where you are, my brother. Thanks for the call, man. And my next caller is the Raider General. He's out of Michigan. Great guy. Wonderful family. Great pleasure to meet him. I'm glad he's still hanging in there. Uh, but uh, what you got to say, bro? Hey guys, Raider General here out of Michigan. Um, just uh, the day after the Ra- the uh, Raiders uh, Cardinals game, and um, we suck balls. Just want to put that out there, uh, but we all know that. So let's move on. Sperano last week against the Chargers coming in. That corny bearing the football thing and everything. I I, I like Sperano. I like him. I think he has a little Hugh Jackson in him. And uh, let me put on record that 
getting rid of Hugh Jackson is one of the worst decisions we made in the last few years because he was the last coach that actually had our players playing. Maybe Sperano will over the course of the season. I don't know. But I like Sperano. I like his spunk. And I like the way they called the game against the Chargers. What, what, what happened with the game plan this week? We never shot it downfield. What, three times? What, and, we, and we got a pass interference on one? Why didn't we have the same game plan? I don't understand it. I really don't. I'm not even going to talk about our offense today because Kyle is a franchise quarterback of the future. we got a couple receivers maybe. Uh, our offense, no one's really talking about the fact that our offensive line, I think he's only been sacked two times this year. That's freaking great. I know these guys can't fucking block for the run for shit, but these guys are taking care of business. So I'm not going to talk about the offense and the offensive line right now, okay? Aside from MJD sucks balls, that's why we'll say that. The defense. Oh, my God, we have to just blow it, it blow this thing up this year. I thought we had a chance at things. I thought our defense was going to be our, our strength this year. Are you kidding me? We have nothing, literally nothing. We have more. We have Mac, and I like to carry kid. And we have a 38-year-old safety that is the best player on our team. He's a better Raider than Charles Woodson. Anyways, Puck, you suck. You're gone. Woodley, you're worthless. You're gone. Smith, suck it. You're gone. And Sims, I don't know where these guys are at. There's no pressure, and obviously losing Roach was horrible for us because Miles Burris is the worst tackler on this earth. Mac looks good at times. He needs a supporting cast. More, I like CO, but and then Mayawa or whatever your name is, who the hell knows if you're good in the middle of this shit mess that we're in? I really don't. And let's talk about our secondary just for a second before I go. The reason people don't think that our secondary, I mean, everyone thinks we suck. But the reason there's not more finger-pointing at the secondary is because we don't have the, – the, the guys that are playing against us don't have to throw the ball at us. They throw it well, generally. But they don't have to throw because they can run right through us. It's like a sieve. Ellington yesterday was – and Taylor, anybody that runs against us, aside from shutting down the Chargers pretty well, you know, to a degree, to a degree, put an Oliver ran all over us too, but – at the end of the game, they run all over us. I, I, I don't know where we are anymore. I thought we had something, and we have nothing, nothing on defense. I'm so pissed off. I thought I wasn't going to be pissed off anymore, but I find out that I can't be more pissed than I was. Anyways, I'm out. Later. That's perfect. I thought I was more, I couldn't be any more pissed off than I was, and I am now. <laughs> That is classic. We are nothing. Our team is nothing. Our general manager is a huge, fat ass nothing. And if he picks next year's draft, you can forget it, man. He needs to get his fucking ass out of here. We need to start all over, scrap the plan, have Mark Davis needs to sell this fucking team to somebody who actually gives a shit. Thanks for the call, man. You're not alone. Our next caller, normally very positive guy. This is Raider Jaime out of Bakersfield. Love his passion. He is absolutely Raider Nation. Check him out, man. I love this. 
Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, this is Raider Jaime calling out of Bakersfield. I just want to say one thing. Jason Tarver's got to go. That dude ain't doing a fucking thing. Last week against San Diego, instead of bangling it up in that fucking, that last drive, he fucking dialed it down and goes into that prevent defense and he scored. You should have dialed it up and fucking played for the win instead of worrying about fucking losing. Now this week got even worse. Raider Greg, I think he's got to go. We need to find somebody else. Fucking Bobby April, uh, Bob Sanders, somebody. We need somebody else than that fucking defensive coordinator. But anyways, I'm out. Yeah, that seems to be the general consensus, bro. And he knows he's gone. So what's his inspiration? He's just going to keep playing the same way he's played all year because that's the playbook he has, and that's what he's going to do. That's the same with Olsen, same with everybody. There's no change in this team. There's no brains in this team. And I appreciate your call, brother. Man, we have a cavalcade of my favorite callers on this show, man. I love it. Because they all are the, my bedrock for knowledge. This is Raider Malik from Tucson. Very sharp guy. What's up, brother? Hi, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Malik from Tucson calling after the latest defeat. Um, what can you say? Uh, it sucked to see, you know, Carson Palmer, Valdir, and uh, who was that? I don't think it was Lamar Houston. I think it was some other motherfucker that used to be a Raider. I'm just... They took a little step back. It just seemed like uh, office was stagnant. Um, there, not very many big plays. Uh, they definitely tried to get the running game going. just wasn't happening. Um, the defense really didn't come out and play like they should have played. They make stops when they had to, especially on third down. I don't know what it is with this team on third downs, man. They just Big plays on third down just seem to be hard to come by. Um, that was a really big factor. Uh, pass defense, as far as the rush, kind of non-existent. Um, I don't know if, if Palmer even got sacked. Maybe he got sacked once, but it seemed like he had all day all, you know, to stand back there in the pocket. So that was kind of disturbing, to tell the truth. Um, I love the pick by Woodson. Um, yeah, it was a tip, and he was able to focus and get the, get the catch. I like that. Um, that was definitely a big play. It just sucked that we went down the field after that play and did nothing with it as far as scoring the ball. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just another defeat. They definitely played hard. Uh, I guess we can say that much, but uh, they they definitely took a step back. They just they need to refocus and and overcome these errors. And one big problem I saw on offense, I love Andre Holmes, man. He's he definitely has some talent. He's definitely a guy that Carr likes to go to. But stop dropping the fucking ball, man. Jesus. I mean. Big play after big play, right to his hands, and he's dropping the ball. That that cost us, man. I, it, I don't want to say it cost us the game, because there's always a lot of factors that can do that. But just they got to they got to stop doing that shit. They they love to shoot themselves in the foot. I will say this though, this team used to be all about getting stupid ass penalties. I haven't been bitching about penalties in quite a while. I, I will say that's a major improvement. 
They don't make a lot of dumb, dumbass plays before the ball is even snapped. So I'll give them credit for that much. But dropping the pass, dropping the passes that are coming right into your hands—that's that's completely unfucking acceptable. Carr was scrambling a bit. Um, sometimes he had to step up and run a little bit because he definitely had some pressure going. Offensive line uh, was was playing okay, but they just they needed to get the ball down the field, and they had opportunities. They didn't capitalize on them. Um, running game, MJD. What the fuck, man? I. That looks like a, a wasted signing. I don't, I don't know what his problem is, but he fucking sucks right now. And it's all about McFadden, which is hilarious because we want McFadden's head out the door. And now he's running the ball like he's got a purpose. But, you know, he didn't do that great this game. He didn't do the last game, but at least he's, he's showing up, so to speak. But uh, other than that, I mean, on to the next one, you know. Um, hopefully he'll turn it around and finally get this fucking win because – it's looking pretty bleak right now, and they got to step the fuck up. So next week, um, we should be trying to do something a little more and uh, get things going, but we'll see what happens. But either way, Raider Nation till I die, and uh, peace. Yeah, it's funny. MJD, all the promise, all the talk, all the lips flapping, you know, he sucks ass. He's got to go. This was his last paycheck as Woodley and Tuck. And a ninja assassin, and every other has been that Richard McKenzie bought in here for a name to sell tickets because that's his job. Um, we suck ass, bro, and we're not going to win another game. I see us going 16 straight. We lose to the Brownies. We ain't going to win another game, bro. The team is already in the in the trenches, and um, they're going to go into the toilet. Real bad if we lose against the Brownies. <laughs> so stay tuned for Suicide Hotline because it's got to come back. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Our next caller is Raider Red, and I think he's seeing red. <laughs> What's happening, man? It's Raider Red. Sorry, I'm going to bend a little bit. This is. Frickin' bullshit, you know, let's talk about it. Out of the last 20 seasons, we've had three winning seasons. Enough is a fucking enough. I think Sperano is doing the best thing he can, and, man, things have really looked improved or looked better. They've improved for whatever, but a loss is a loss, okay? Problem is we still got Olsen. we still got Tarver. we still got Reggie frickin' McKenzie. What are you going to do from there, man? Uh, Derek Carr still looks wonderful. I don't care about his passage percentage because he throws a pass and hits him in the chest and it falls out. What are you going to do with that? McFadden's still looking pretty good. The line's doing a good job, you know, giving, uh, giving Carr plenty of time to throw, it looks like to me, but they're not really opening up any running lanes. So D-Mac's doing what D-Mac can do, but he's kind of by himself. Uh, T.J. Carey looks great, but if our dumbasses can't start making foolish penalties and having a, a game-changing run called back, what are we going to do, man? It's just like a damn curse. Well, hell, sick of losing, sick to fucking death of losing, especially these close games. Hell, any game, I don't care what it is. I'm tired of losing. Enough is enough. 
we don't need to wait till the next season to get rid of people. Do it today. Do it now. Enough is enough. Strip it down. Get a GM in there and knows what the hell he's doing. Let's figure this out. Let's get this ship turned around. Finally, it's been too damn long. I'm out. That's a very nice summation, brother. It's been too damn long. Exactly. And uh, we're all fucking sick and tired of it. And it's getting uglier. Just when you thought it couldn't get any uglier. I, I don't even know what to expect next because there's just new lows every fucking game. Thanks for the call, bro. And I wish they would shit can that fat ass Reggie McKenzie right now. Get his ass out. Fire his ass. No, there's got to pay him so they're going to make him stay. Bullshit. And our next caller is another very good and articulate and smart guy. This is Raider Sid, the Desert Raider. He's up in the house. What's going on, bro? Raider Nation. This is Raider Sid, a.k.a. the motherfucking Desert Raider. Oh, and fucking six. Fuck. This sucks. It totally blows. Fucking The only bright spot is his car. Got to build around him. Got to get a running game. We start running the ball effectively. Car will open the fuck up. Our defensive line blows. We can't get after the quarterback. These quarterbacks just take us apart. Doesn't matter who it is. Son of a bitch. And now we're fucking being at safety. We're screwed there. DJ Hayden better get his ass back in there. We need some more corners. Linebackers, not bad except for uh, Burris can't cut it. It's not his fault. He can only do what he can do. He's a backup. Other two linebackers are pretty good, so uh, we can build off that as well. Need to get a fucking win. Need to get aggressive. Fucking penalties, too. What the fuck? All right, Raiders. Come on. I'm going up to Seattle in two weeks. I expect a motherfucking win there. I don't give a shit. Let's go, fuckers. Raider Nation. I'm out. Seattle? Seriously? Really? Hey, man, I traveled to London for that horse shit. Don't hold your breath, bro. Have a good time while you're there, but don't depend on this team to do anything but lose. That's what I'm used to. That's what we're all used to. I hate to even say that shit, but that's where I am right now. I don't see a win, bro. I think they should shit can everybody in the office today. Thanks for the call, man. And here's the bright part of the show. Yes, this is where the, the dancing girls come out. <laughs> and all the, the balloons, the whole nine yards. No, 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 not that. But Money Man has spoken. Raider is up in the house. What is happening, my friend? Money man is spoken. Great. 
Well, we was on a high for a week. Early impressed by our quarterback play versus the Chargers toward the end. When it was a little bit of a collapse there. I didn't like that at all. But, you know, I had little hope that, you know, versus the Cardinals, you know, we would see more of the same. You know, Carr demonstrating that, you know, he can lead the team down the field four touchdowns. Then that's what we wanted to see versus, of you no, know, of all quarterbacks, Carson Palmer, who basically quit on us. And, well, they didn't want to pay him either, but, you know, that's the way we look at it. And the results was, you know, how else can you put it? It was a fucking epic fail. While Carson Palmer showed that he was clearly the better quarterback, which I did not expect to see. I expected to be somewhat competitive. Derek Carr really showed <laughs> me absolutely nothing. And I know Ray Nation has already anointed this guy as the future of our franchise all this and all that, and I'm sitting there scratching my head like, what the fuck has he really shown us to give him that title as the quarterback of the future? We are the NFL's worst team in time of possession, as well as going three and out. And do I have to say the worst record as well, since we are now winless after six games? Uh, chew on that for a minute, Red Nation, because this is the guy that you gave a fair opportunity to succeed, although he's failed six consecutive games, while as, yes, I'm going to bring it up, with prior, after the Kansas City game, y'all basically threw him under the bus. Get the hell with him. He's not the answer. We don't want him as our quarterback. Yet he had won two games at that time, even though he had a shitty offensive line. Carl has a great offensive line, has all the time in the world to throw the ball, while Pryor was running for his life. Yet he still won games. And don't give me the bullshit, oh, he just beat Jacksonville as one of them. Oh, he had... The defense uh, got the ball five times versus the Chargers. That's why he won. And, you know, he ran for more yards than he threw for versus Pittsburgh. The bottom line is the motherfucker won games. And we are not seeing that with the quarterback we have now under center. Yeah, I went there. And it seemed like you didn't have no problem running his ass out of Oakland I'm like, oh, he's, uh, he's no good. He's uh, killing gophers and all that bullshit. I don't give a goddamn what he killed. As long as he put some W's in the win column, I'm good with it. And that's what I want to see now. I want to see some goddamn wins. We are fucking 0-6 on the way to 0-16, people. Wake the fuck up. I'm not annoying nobody until I see some goddamn wins. Al Davis slapped the shit out of all y'all for 
of knowing this guy is a damn savior of this team. He ain't won shit. And I'm tired of it, goddammit. Go up there and kick Cleveland goddamn ass. They just lost to a winless team. And if we go up there and lay an egg against them, goddammit, we seriously need to reconsider and bring it to real problem back to Oakland. I don't give a damn if y'all do get mad about what I just said or he can't do shit. We need somebody that can win games, and he at least proved that he could do that, even when he was screwed over by a damn biased-ass head coach in Dennis Allen. I want to win, period. That's what I wanted. Just win, baby. And saying that, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, I'm out. Well, that is just freaking perfect. Just when I couldn't laugh anymore. <laughs> you got to bring up Terrell Pryor. Really? You got to bring TP into the mix. Well, I think you're wrong. Terrell Pryor is not a quarterback. He's on the couch right now because he's not a quarterback. Uh, Seattle, the best team in the league, couldn't use him because he wasn't a quarterback. He make a great tight end, perhaps, or maybe a receiver, but he's not a quarterback. He won't ever be a quarterback and in any league at any time, so please don't bring him up again. I can't take it, man. We ain't going to win shit. We're going to lose 16 games, man. We are on the road to becoming the Lions King 2. That's right. The second team in history to have a complete losing season. Oh, brother. It is brutal. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is RJ, the Raider junkie. Love this guy. Great dude. Had some beers with him and uh, had some good times at the tailgate. What is going on, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is RJ, the Raider Junkie from East Whittier. Baby just got home not too long yesterday and uh, just uh, going over the game, man. It was a tough game. I thought we could have won it. We had good opportunities to win this game, but as usual, offense cannot stay on the fucking field, man. Too many three and outs, Greggy. Too many fucking three and outs, man. And... I don't know about the play calling. It seems like last week we had better play calling. I did not see any innovation at all. No reverses, no bubble screens, nothing but McFadden left, McFadden right, McFadden up the middle. I think he busted one for a good little run, but other than that, damn, man, we just weren't moving the ball. Too many three and out. So um, let's see what happens this week with the offense, man. But we got we got we got to re uh, do something on that play calling. It was too lethargic, man. <laughs> You know, I know we we ran the ball good last week, and we tried to run the ball again. It wasn't wasn't just happening, man. The holes weren't quite there. It just seems like it wasn't working. So I think well, we got to go back to the chalkboard and uh, look at the offense and see uh, what we can do to improve our running game and uh, and move with the ball. So get those uh, third and eight, thirty nine, fucking thirty seven. Since we just can't seem to convert on third down. We'll probably the worst team in the league in converting third down conversions, but uh, we got to improve on that, man. We cannot have the defense out there that long. There is no fucking way. We blew a lot, a lot of opportunities. We had good field position, you know, but the penalties, again, 
heard of that nice play um, on that TJ's punt return. We got called for holding in the back, man. We could have had that ball right there near, near, near the, uh, what, 12 or 13-yard line, and he got called back. A beautiful, beautiful punt return. We loved it, great. But uh, our special teams weren't that bad, so we just would have held back on that goddamn penalty, man. You know what? The rest really didn't help us at all. Fuck, no. Uh-uh. The rest didn't help us. That, that call on on, on uh, Seymour on that blitz where he hit Carson Palmer spur in the chest. I mean, what the fuck, great? Are we going to have to fucking... Put uh, you know the red jerseys on all the fucking quarterbacks in the NFL. You know maybe we should put pink jerseys since it's uh, Cancer Awareness Week. But God dang man, you can't touch a fucking quarterback in this league anymore. Fucking fucking Tom Brady man, can't stand that motherfucker. Ever since he came into the league, you can't touch Mr. GQ. That's fucked up man. This is fucking football man. You know what? They gotta relinquish some of these fucking rules. Cause you know what? I don't know who the fuck is in this rule committee, but they're fucking destroying the game just because they want more fucking offense and. I just don't dig it, bro. I just don't dig it. I'm so fucking pissed off, man. I hate the fucking refs, man. Fuck the Zebra. They fucked up the game for us, too, man. But we, we got to change in our offense, man. I mean, in rushing, we're 32 in the league. 32 in the league in total yards. 31 in the league in points. 15.3 a game. We're fucking hurting, man. We, we got to turn this around. And the defense, from the defense standpoint, man, Third downs are fucking killing us, man. We're still in it. We cannot seem to get off the fucking field, whether it's a penalty or, I don't know, they fucking Carson Palmer finds a way to fucking find a guy open just because he has no fucking pressure. We have no fucking pressure on the guy. But, hey, you know what? The best day of it all was that I got to meet you and all the super fans down at the Bob... Uh, at the Bad Boys Barbecue. So a shout-out to the Bad Boys. It was great. It was awesome. Anybody going down to a Raider game, I I, I say go see them. Go see the Bad Boys. Go see everybody. It's a great time, great family atmosphere, and uh, I, I, I had a good good time, good time. It's my first trip up there this year. hope to make another one. If not, I'll see you guys down in uh, southern Oakland when we play the damn Bolts. And I hope we kick their fucking ass, man. I'm tired of this river shit. We need to put more pressure on what we did last time. But anyway, great. Shout out to you and everybody out there. Love your show. Keep it up. And I hope to see you down in San Diego. Take care, buddy. Bye. First of all, thanks for the props and thanks for the phone call as well. It was fun at the tailgate. I know I had a great time with you. And, you know, the defense is on the field so long because they are shit. The defense is on the field so long because they allow that third and long to be completed. The defense is on the field so long because they blow ass. So it's not the offense's fault that the defense is on the field. The defense lets the other team run the ball up and down the field. You said it all. The whole This whole season boils down to we're 32nd in the league in rushing and 31st in the league in points. And what you get with that is a perfect 0-16 season, bro. So hold on. It's a-coming. And our next caller is Raider Kenny. What's happening, bro? What's up, Raider Gray? It's Raider Kenny again. Um, I'll just call him in and put my input about the game on Sunday. Uh, called in last week to tell you that I wasn't really sold on car. I needed to see more. And what do you know? After throwing four TDs 
last week, he went out and threw for about, what, 170-something yards and no touchdowns. Looked uncomfortable back there. I mean, I know he was playing a good defense in Arizona and all, but, I mean, you got to you got to move the ball better than what we did that day. Granted, there was no running game. But, like I said, I'm not completely sold on the guy. I want him to be the quarterback of the future. We haven't had one since Gannon. We all know that. But that's just disappointing to me. Defensively, they played good enough to keep us in the game, but I don't know. I mean, it's just getting ridiculous to me watching. I won't give up, but, I mean, during that game, there was some calls. I'm not going to blame the calls on the resolve of the game, but the penalty on Fieldmore hitting with the crown of your helmet, I mean, that would only happen to us. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. I, I just get so sick of watching stuff that happens to other teams and they get calls for it, but if it happens to us, nothing. It's like the NFL's out to get us. I don't know. It just really pisses me off. I'm getting fucking sick of it. But, uh, you know, just venting, letting you know my opinion on car. I, I really, I really want him to be the guy. But that's the kind of result after a great game previous week that makes me question if he is. I know he's a rookie, but that's just really disappointing to me. But go Raiders. I'll be a Raiders fan. Uh, that's all I really got to say now. So. You know, you can't put this car, this game on car. You can't put the last game on him. You know, it's not him by himself. How many drop passes this season? There, there has to be a record. Has to be a new low for the Raiders. Drop passes. You can't win a game if you can't run the football. And there's a lot of aspects that you can't win a game if your defense can't stop the run. And so, you know, the car phenomena. You want to statistics are for 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 scientists, not for football. Uh, this. This is not on Carr. I wouldn't put any of this shit on him. He is playing with a shithole team. So there's a couple of guys in there worth it. Other than that, you know, we don't have a wide receiver. We don't have a number one. We have a number five wide receiver. We have nobody to catch the ball. And we have no one to run the ball. Shit, man. We have no tight ends. You can't blame Carr, bro. Not even. And next we have Raider Carter calling in from D.C. What is going on in the District of Columbia anyway, brother? Yo, Raider Nation, this is Raider Carter calling in from D.C. Uh, this is Wednesday, you know, I just decided I'd finally call in in reference to that Cardinals game. I don't even know what to say, man. I mean, their offense looked like at, point, at some moments it, they knew what it was doing. But our defense, Jesus, man. You talk about Ellington ran all over them. I don't know if there was a defense out there. Every third down, you might as well just gave, you might as well just gave him a first down. That's what we did. 
it's our defense looks so effing old and just pathetic. It's just ridiculous how we just let like scrubs run us down. You know, I mean the Cardinals are doing all right, fuck them. But I don't, I don't know. I mean they haven't been doing that good, and we just let them just they just owned the whole game from the jump. It was just their game. I don't even know what happened, but. I don't know what to do with this defense, man. I saw Woodson try and hit Ellington, and I love Woodson, man. He's a motherfucking Raider through and through and Hall of Famer. But, boy, he put a hit on him that maybe 10 years ago would have uh, would have tacked, would have stopped Ellington, but he just kind of, he just kind of brushed it off and ran around the end zone. I'm just like, what? What was that? I I don't know, Raider Nation. We're 0-6 right now. I think it's the first time since somewhere in the 60s we've been 0-6. And I don't, I don't know. I think we play the Browns next. I don't, I don't see us. I, I don't know. I don't see us beating them. I'm, I've been, I'm pretty. I'm normally I'm mad as fuck, but I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of comfortably numb. I, <laughs> I don't know anymore. We're gonna be 0-16. I really think we are. I just, I don't see us getting a win unless we play like we did against the Chargers, and we just somehow magically always manage to fuck it up. It's gonna take. A team equally sucking for us to beat them. It's just we're not going to come out and beat anyone when they're at full force. It ain't going to happen. Not this year, anyway. Next year, I don't know. We'll worry about next year. We'll start worrying about next year now. Because <laughs> this year is fucking done. It's been done since before the preseason started. So I don't see McKenzie kicking any longer. He's done. And I don't know why the fuck we got all these old ass motherfuckers on defense. And I think they're done too. And it's just going to be fuck. I don't know, man. Fuck. Raider Nation. Peace. Yes, I think you've summed up this entire show with the Raider Nation is comfortably fucking numb. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. You know, you're I'm beyond pissed. I'm just I'm just numb. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is Raider Steve out of Pittsburgh. He's got some great news. What's up, man? That's pretty funny. What's going on, man? What's going on, Raider Nation? How you doing, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? This is Raider Steve calling from Pittsburgh. I just wanted to comment on something I just read on ESPN, and it, as I read it, it, it just made me think, this is the kind of stuff that's wrong with the Raiders. Now, I'm reading this blog on ESPN. It's a little piece, and it's about... Uh, with the head coach of the Browns said um, about Bryce Butler. He says, I know he doesn't get much playing time, but he jumps off at the tape. Which tells me that our opposing coaches are noticing that this guy's talent. Why the hell is he not seeing the field more? It's crazy. Like, uh, I'm looking at the eye test, and he looks like our most complete receiver on the team. He, you know, I mean, he should be he should be starting opposite James Jones. There's no reason he shouldn't be. Like, he's been proving it, and he proved it in preseason. And a little bit of time he does get in the games, he's been consistent catching the ball for the most part. I know I don't want to hear about that in the game against the Chargers because the DB just made a hell of a catch on that. He was there. He, he tried to go up for it. He just missed time to jump pass, and that's a difficult pass to make. I'm tired of seeing these other receivers drop catchable balls, man. Andre Holmes last week had one across the middle, no one near him. It hits him right between the numbers, drop. So why not let Bryce Butler get some more playing time? He's stepping up every time he gets on the field. The catch 
that big bomb he caught last week, I called it. As soon as I seen him in the game, I'm sitting here screaming at the TV. I'm at a bar. I'm watching the game. I'm screaming at the TV saying, come on, get number 12 the ball. Bryce Brothers, come on. Oh, lo and behold, he done got somebody cooked downfield. Catch it. I wish he would have just took it into the end zone. We got the touchdown anyway. McFadden ran in a couple plays later, but I'm just saying, man, we, we, we need to get the best players on the field. That's not for the, the bull crap, man. Get the players that's performing on the field. Reward performance, man. But uh, that's all I wanted to say, and I'm out. Yeah, Bryce Butler can play. I've always liked him from the first time we drafted him. He showed promise in camp. He still continues to show promise, but he drops passes too, bro. I mean, I don't know what to say about this team. Uh, we suck ass is what I'll say about this team. I don't see an easy solution uh, except for the end of the season. That's the solution for me. I cannot wait till this painful season is behind us because it reminds me of the Art Shell 2006 lost year. This is exactly the same feeling. And our next caller is Danny Lopez. He is the promoter that really kind of pulled everything together uh, for the Raider Nation there in London. Did a fabulous job, man. We had a blast. Except for the game, uh, we had just a wonderful uh, moment together as a nation. Great host. And he threw together a hell of a party for us. What's up, Danny? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. It's uh, Danny Lopez, the promoter for all the uh, Oakland Raider events in London. just wanted to thank everybody that turned up in, in the London event. So we had such a great time. And um, it's my first call to the bone line. And I thought, you know, let's, let's, let's give Greg a call and see, um, and, you know, and, uh, yes, have a great time here. Um, just telling everybody that we're polishing up the DVD, which is going to have lots of footage of the bus tour, the pregame party, the Regent Street rally, the brunch and game day. So that will be up for sale very soon. Uh, let's hope that we can get a W this Sunday against the Browns. I'm sure, we, you know, we're playing harder and we've got to release the crack and let's, um, let's get Mac and uh, let's, um, let's mash him up. And, um, you know, I'm pretty confident that we're going to get a couple of Ws soon. Um, in fact, I think Sunday... We should get our first with a little bit of luck. Much respect to everybody, especially Greg and Randy. I really appreciate everything you've done. Um, you know, the podcast is sensational every single week. So I'm really looking forward to coming and seeing you guys next season. We're going to have a ball, that's for sure. And, um, and you know what I'm going to say, Greg. And that's all i got to say about that. That's right, man. Nice positive take. Hopefully we'll beat the Brownies. Uh, we don't know. I, I ain't putting any water in that bucket, man. There's too many holes. Hopefully we will. You know, we're bad. Stranger things have happened. But uh, we got a long road. Thank you again for your hospitality, the planning, the work. It took a lot to make it happen, bro. Thank you so very much. The host with the most. I must say that. And a staggeringly gorgeous girlfriend doesn't hurt. <laughs> and our next caller is a huge surprise. Never in my mind, never in the history of my mind, would I ever think that this guy, this guy would be listening to a random nation podcast, if you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. What's up, Tony? <laughs> 
Hey, uh, Raider Greg, you know, Raider Randy, Raider Fanny, and uh, Raider Nation podcast, okay? This is uh, Sperano, Tony Sperano. Wanted to just call you and let you know I'm a big fan of you guys, okay? I listen, you know, I I troll you on uh, Facebook, Twitter, even when I'm in the shitter, checking it out, man. Put on the podcast on my phone, got it on my computer, everywhere. I love to stay updated, listen to the Radio Nation podcast. Kind of a podcast junkie, kind of a podcast hoe. I listen to some other podcasts too. Hope you don't, hope you don't mind. It's all Raider though, only Raider. Only bleeding silver and black, uh, Sperano, you know, okay, hey, it's all podcast, baby. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of a Raider hoe, too. Um, you'll find me at Raider events. I'm on the sidelines there, hey, okay, I'm watching the games. I'm even coaching the team now that uh, we fired that uh, silly Dennis Allen does, okay. Didn't want to see him go. Dennis is a near friend of mine. Dear and near, dear and near. But okay, I'm going to do things a little differently now that I'm here, okay? You know, we're going to have uh, different time practices, okay? Uh, we're going to eat different food, okay? I got granola instead of bananas for breakfast, okay? Everything is just a little different. Uh, we're going to bring back that commitment to excellence. Uh, and uh, you, you, you saw, you know, when the, the Diego team came in, we made the news for the commitment to excellence because we egged the damn fuckers bust, okay? No big deal. It's just a couple different things. We're trying. We're trying new things. We're trying new different things, okay? I got a new approach. Anyways, uh, you guys, I just wanted to check in and say, hey, um, I've been kind of making uh, a little bit of a tide here with the nation. Um, I know I'm uh, 0-2 as a head coach. I'm an interim head coach, just to remind you guys. Um, just trying to clean shit up where... Uh, Dennis left shit off. So, hey, um, I think I'm a pretty good pirate, pretty good captain for this ship. And uh, we got the Browns coming up. I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think you're going to, Brian, we're going to get our first win, eh? Oakland Raiders finally get a win. You know, it's been a rough start. It's been a tough season, hey? The season's long, though, huh? Okay? Hey? Anyways, I just wanted to touch down with you guys. You know, I watched you do your London thing. I've seen you on the TV. Um, you know, I was there too. You might have seen me on the TV. Um, but hey, you guys love what you do. Keep doing your thing and uh, go Raiders. Let's just win, baby. Sperano, I'm out of here. Hey, okay. Is this thing still on? Hey, hey, okay. Hey, right. hey, hey, okay, okay. Well, that was perfect, eh? <laughs> you sound like you're from Canada, Raider Mystic. It sounds like to me. If I was going to put a finger on something, that's what I put it on. <laughs> Thanks for the call, bro. Now, our next caller is a new caller. And uh, it's a first-time caller from L.A., Raider E.D. What's going on, bro? Hey, what's going on, man? This is E.D., and I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Just pissed off at the Raiders right now. Upset at the Raiders right now. Disappointed and ashamed and embarrassed. As a longtime Raider fan since 1971, very disappointed. In fact, in the year of 2014, and the Raiders are still playing on a baseball dirt infield. Totally, totally fucking unacceptable. 
somebody need to do something about that. I'm coming, calling back on the bow line. Once again, this is ED ready to put it down for the Raider Nation, but it's time for Raiders to put it down for the fucking fans. Later. Now, I could not put it better myself. The fans have been putting it up for the Raiders forever. It's time, way beyond time, for the team to put it up for the fans. Because as far as I'm concerned, those motherfuckers don't give a shit. They're looking for their paycheck to get in their Rolls Royce and drive their goat-smelling asses home to their billion-dollar homes and all their bullshit that this game, our ticket sales, provide. Now, this is the end of the show, and I got nothing else to say, but I'm pissed, I'm bummed, and I don't have a lot of positive in me. And I'm going to try to work something up. Let's hope that the Raiders uh, can reach down between their legs and find those two things. That's right, Raiders. They're called balls. And you reach down there and you grab them and you know you feel them and you know you got them and you got to use them. Because if you don't, you're going to be 0 and 16. You're going to have that wrapped around your ass for the rest of your career. And it's not me. It's not any other caller on this line. It's not any other Raider fan. We ain't done nothing but support your goat-smelling asses. You guys got to get off your ass and win a fucking football game. I am Raider Greg, and I am so fucking out. <laughs>